Yesterday, we spent time talking about obesity briefly. Today, you're going to hear a little bit more in depth when Dr. Uh, uh, Dos Santos comes to, again, talk about it. And remember, the other assignment was for you to read that report, especially if you're in the U.S. Uh, there is another person who still needs a report who lives here, so if any of you from Inter-America or Europe or any other country did get a report, I would kindly ask you to please, uh, if you can, give it up because it's the U.S. report. And uh, I, as I mentioned yesterday, we didn't have it for everyone. I, I thought to give it to the people in the U.S. since this is a report for the United States. So if you can kindly um, donate that for the person here that needs it in the U.S., uh, I, I will be very happy with that so they can use it. This report is available on the website as well. Um, and the website for the trust, is just, you just Google Trust for America's Health, and you can also you know, see that. If you're from another country, you can access that that way. So yesterday we spent time talking about briefly the reason why the church is involved, involved in this and why this is a big, important thing. Let me come over here so I'm not in your front of you. And, um, and also why um, obesity exists, at least a little, some reasons we, we mentioned that. Now, um, we spend most of the time talking about diet, right? Because that is one of the areas uh, that are very important and that are related to this whole issue of obesity. However, there are other things that we didn't talk about. And one of them is how the scope of this initiative. We have been partnering with a lot of different ministries for this initiative called Adventist in Step for Life. Of course, health is leading. You know, we took that in our belt to really lead that and um, kind of push others along with us. But Hope Channel is partnering as well. As you see, they're here for the summit and they are helping to really get the word out, some of the videos that we've done. How many, were, again, were here on Saturday afternoon? I think most of you were here. Um, you saw some of the videos. Hope Channel has helped us with that. We are partnering with the schools because kids are in our school. So we need to really work with the schools. So wherever you are, uh, whatever conference or region you're w with, you have to really uh, connect with, um, if it's in a local church, you look for local church school. If it's an area that you have an university, try to connect with them and see if you can work together. If you're coming from a conference level, uh, then you know, have to work with the superintendents of education at the conference or union level. And we talked to the conference directors before about that. But this is the uh, schools. Then we have youth ministries. So at the local church, trying to connect with your youth ministries director so you can actually get them involved and plan something, pathfinders, you know, youth, um, uh, whatever youth meeting, sometimes you have uh, plans going on with the young people. So you can actually include them in what you're doing to, uh, in, in this initiative, particularly Let's Move Day and some of the other things. Children's ministries, same thing. Try to work with the children's ministries director to see how we can engage um, the younger kids in the school. Community services, very important piece. As we're going to hear today, you know, one of the pieces uh, of this is getting food, access to foods for people through community gardens and through uh, a lot of the feeding sites or even sponsoring farmers markets. 
you know, to come to the, to the church. So you can invite the community and just have that. So community services, as you know, has uh, many food pantries, it has gardens. You're gonna hear from Dr. Bonnie, who is here. He is both a health director for Northern California Conference and the community services director. And he's doing a lot um, combining those two areas already. So, and he will share that with you. And of course, we have our health systems. Loma Linda is also part of this and they are recording their miles, particularly Adventist Health System, who was here and got the award in Kettering. They're having their employees record the miles as well as the community when they do 5Ks, when they do anything for the community and the community comes in, they are recording their miles on the website. So, uh, of course, our leadership is on board. You saw here Elder Jackson, El Elder Wilson, both uh, on Sabbath afternoon. They both participated on Let's Move Day in different ways. And this is what they said when we launched this initiative. You know, Elder Jackson, our president and NAD, this is our time, the church, uh, we have for a long time talked about the importance of not just healthy minds and bodies uh, and hearts, but also bodies. And so this initiative is a wonderful means to advance this among our kids and their families. And of course, Elder Wilson also believes that this Let's Move initiative, which is the national initiative we're partnering with, is consistent with our church's approach, and so we should partner with them. And you saw that uh, coming through. Now, what are the goals of the initiative? Uh, again, if you have this brochure, you're going to see those goals listed. So one area is physical activity. The other area is access to foods, healthy foods. So you heard a little bit about uh, we surpassing our one million mile goal. What is that? Uh, we briefly mentioned that Sabbath, Sabbath afternoon. <clears throat> the U.S. had a goal of, two, of one, uh, three million miles for the whole country of physical activity. And we as a church said, we're going to do a third of that. Just basically did a calculation and said, we'll do a million miles. And so this is what we were striving to reach in 2011. Through Let's Move Day, through getting you to report on the website, you're walking, you know, uh, so we could reach that. Then the second piece was to get the students in the schools to be active. And um, as I briefly mentioned on Sabbath afternoon, the government here in the U.S. gives out an award called President Active Lifestyle Award. So President Obama has that. There's a website for this. And kids who walk one hour a day or exercise any kind of activity one hour a day, five days a week, for six weeks, they can get that award. And so we want our kids in our schools to apply for that because they can get those awards. This is uh, one of the goals of the national initiative. But this actually is a goal for our schools because as we talk to our uh, directors, our you know, principals, they want to see more physical activity in their kids, in our schools, in their activities. The food needs to change. We'll talk more about that on Wednesday. So uh, this is one of our goals. And actually some schools in Maryland, I can tell you, uh, the Adventist school, one of our Adventist schools in, in um, Atholton got number one in the state in terms of getting awards compared to any other public school because the students are active. Now that's one area, two of the goals. The second is increasing access to healthy foods, fruits, vegetables, and uh, that comes through two goals. One of them has to do with gardens. Uh, and and uh, farmers markets 
in schools and churches. So, you know, either cultivating in a land that you already have, or if there's no land in a school or church, bringing, uh, sponsoring a farmer's market. Do you know what a farmer's market is, right? Uh, for those of you in the U.S., I think you know, if you're coming from other countries, um, in Brazil we call it feira. Uh, where you know they bring all the products and they sell it in the streets. Here is farmers market. I'm sure every country in our inter America also has this. So you can actually ask the farmers to bring the products to your church and actually have this market where they sell the fruits and vegetables less in a less expensive way uh, to the communities. So you can do that, or you can do vegetable gardens. And this is the focus of this morning's, you know, the next um, 45 minutes or so with Dr. Um, not next hour when Dr. Bo uh, Dr. Bodding will, will speak. And uh, the other piece is summer feeding sites. Also community services, as I said, has food pantries and has sometimes, um, you know, some of the food, um, what is it called? The, they have partnerships with the local uh, county or so to get food banks where they can get access to food. Here in the U.S., because of this national initiative, there's funding now that's available for churches. Um, and different than what it used to be before, they would come and bring you the food and you have to use the food that they bring, and sometimes it's not the healthiest food in the world. Well, now you can actually provide, <clears throat> if you sign up as a summer feeding site or a feeding site, you can provide the food you think is healthier. So you can have fruits, vegetables, whatever, vegetarian meal, and then you can get reimbursed uh, through the funds that come for this particular initiative. Now, why summer? It's because the kids during the summertime, they're not in school. And here in the U.S., you know that when kids go to school, they get many times, they had their lunch there, their breakfast there. And so when there's no school, they have, they're back home, there's no breakfast and no lunch. And so this happening in the summer is important because then if you in your church can feed the kids in the summertime, even if it's once a week or whatever, during VBS or camp, uh, you can then engage your community to learn how to eat healthier, and you can get reimbursed by, by the government. But you have to go through the process of uh, registering, and we'll talk more about that later on. Now, this morning, as I said, uh, these are the four goals, but we're going to be focusing a little bit on the gardens. How many of you have, well, first of all, how many of you have been involved with gardening at all? Ooh, good, all right. Even if it's in your backyard, that's great. How many of you have a church uh, that has a garden? Nobody, good. So you're gonna have a wonderful talk this morning because one thing, how many of you have land in your church, even if it's a square, a square like this, that can be used as a garden? A lot of you do. So uh, it's a matter of really learning how this can happen. And uh, we would love to see, imagine if your church could have a, a little garden, vegetable garden, and get the, pro get the kids involved in the garden, whatever, and then get involved to give that product away for the community, for those that don't have it. Or even allow the community to come in and plant and, you know, and reap some of the vegetables and, and fruits if you have that space so they could use it. They can be, it can be a powerful way of, 
uh, engaging with the community and meeting a need. So Dr. Garden Body, uh, who is again the health director and ACS director for Northern California, has been involved in this in a very big way. And he will be able to share with you what has happened in his conference, where he found the resources, you know, and give you tips on how to do that. This media was produced by Audioverse for the NAD Health Summit. If you would like to learn more about the NAD Health Summit, please visit www.nadhealthsummit.com or if you would like to listen to more free online sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.